Hello, YouTube. Um, subscribe. Subscribe, my YouTube people. Subscribe. Oh, hit that notification button. Hit that notification button. Yes, hit that notification button. So you you receive, you know, my videos. You can you can be alerted so you don't miss out. Amen. So hit that notification button right now. And uh, we good to go. Amen. Blessings to you once again. This is your humble host, Dr. Mercy Omani, your humble coach. Yes. I coach singles how to discover who they are so they can discover their soulmate, seize the moment, and keep their soulmate, and much more, okay? And so we do much more, you know, from divorce to uh, embracing your destiny now, uh, from being uh, miserable and, and um, you know, miserable single, you feel like you're desperate for a relationship. So now you begin to chase a man, you begin to chase and begin to lose yourself in the midst of that. We, you know, we coach you how to bring yourself, how to find your way back to yourself and pick up yourself from where you've left yourself. <laughs> because when you begin to do that, you're no longer yourself. You've left your lane. You've left yourself somewhere. And you've got to go back and pick yourself back. And we coach you how to do that. Amen? So um, I'll encourage you. Come on board today. Now, let me go to where, why I'm back on to share the second part of anger management. What we don't, we don't realize is when the enemy throws some things in the relationship, instead of binding together, you know, the ones that are not really, doesn't know the, the, the value, the meaning, and the purpose of the, of the relationship, go distant. They go distant, and that's the enemy's goal. The enemy's goal is for the two to go distant. That is why you see two that are together going through situation. All of a sudden, they don't talk anymore. All of a sudden, they they, they are using uh, their phone to talk to each other, like text message and email. They see each other every day, but they don't talk. There are people living together, just just, just roommates and sharing the same space in a room, you know, that, that under the same roof, you are sharing the space that's supposed to be husband and wife doing life together, but they don't even talk to each other. Because instead of fighting the enemy, they begin to fight themselves. Instead of fighting the enemy together, because what the enemy came to do is to bring that discord. That's a trick. That's why the Bible says we should not be ignorant of the devices of the wicked. We are to work together us and against the world, the world. Like you, your partner, who God has ordained for you. You are fighting. Both of you are fighting together. You are not fighting each other. No matter what it is, the enemy is what the enemy is wants to do is to see the two divided. But that's not the plan. That's not God's will. God's will is that whether you're dating or whether you're married, whatever the enemy throws at you is to bring you close. It's to tell the enemy we know better. We're not fighting against each other. No, it's not about, you know, it's not against us. 
We are not fighting against each other. We are dealing with you, Satan. We are putting you where you belong because we're working together. It's us against the world. So whatever you throw, you're going to use your head to carry Satan because you know it's not going to land here. It is us against you. Because the day we get this correctly, then the woman will not deprive the man of what the benefit he should be receiving. The, the man will not say no to his meal. Have you ever uh, you know, seen a situation where the man says he's not hungry to eat because there's a, there was a situation. There was some kind of argument, whatever. So the man says he's not going to eat. Or the, 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 the person, you know, the, the person is dating, you know, begin to uh, distance himself. No, that is the time your boy should agree. That's the time you should resume as in begin to pray. If you have to add fast to it, you fast. And put the enemy where he belongs. Like throw him out like this and drop him there where he belongs. You don't have time. You don't have time to be fighting yourselves because it's not against yourselves. The goal is to get you to walk against yourselves. But because we know the devices of the enemy, so tell the devil, you are, you are too late now. Get out and stay out. Because here, peace reigns. Love reigns. Honor reigns. Honor reigns. We accept love here. We love and we accept love. We are loved and we accept love. We receive love. In other words, we receive love we are loved. This is why I coach singles how to discover. When you discover you, the weight of trying to fit in, the weight of trying to please the wrong one, the weight of wasting your time and not knowing what is going on, what we go on, is lifted off you. You become free. You have peace and the joy of the Holy Ghost because now God is in the building. God is at work. God is pleased. God is so pleased. You don't understand when God is pleased with you because he has led you to the place he's prepared for you. He left you in the wilderness for so long because he was preparing you for something that is greater than you. He was preparing you for a place that you needed to be cultured. You needed to be empowered. You needed to be, to be uh, supernaturally equipped to possess, to occupy till he comes. See, when God has his hands on you, you have nothing to worry about. You have nothing to worry about. There are people that will come and say, oh, she, she, she's just, where, 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 you know, who is she? How did she just get here? And people don't realize 
They don't realize how some people have been in the wilderness for so long because God was preparing a place. God was preparing a place, a people that he has, he has uh, uh, put together to be served by this one that he has been preparing and working on and, and bruising and, 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 you know, crushing. Things have happened. Crushing has taken place. Bruising has taken place. So much, so much, so much has gone into purpose. And so when you don't know this, you think, oh, God has delayed me. I hear somebody saying, oh, you, are, you know, you are delayed. You're probably 30. You're probably 40. Never been married. Or you were once married. But now you are probably divorced. Or you just don't. You're not in a relationship. I say God has delayed you. You're saying God has delayed you. If you were married now, you would have had five children. You would have had seven children. I've come to realize God never delayed anyone. What we think is delay is always preparation. It's always preparation. People will never know the price that you have paid. People will never know the sacrifices that you have made. People will never know the crushing, the, the, the bruises you have received. People will never know the scars that you carry to get here. There are people that we never know until they get to hear some of your story, until they get to hear and listen to you telling some of your story. Because it can only be some. Because some stories are personal between you and God. And some, he will let you out. Let the world know about this. Because that is meant to glorify his name and to bring souls to his kingdom. So I'm here to encourage you tonight. You want to prepare for your purpose, marriage. You want to prepare. Don't take it lightly. Don't take it like, oh, well, well, well. I saw my mom and my dad, you know, they lived and uh, I saw the way they lived. No. Your marriage is not going to be like your mother or your father's. Your marriage is going to be so uniquely unique because the man God is giving to you is not going to be your father. You will have to discover and learn to understand his needs. Understand him. You're not going to try to treat him like your mom treated your dad. That's why you can't go by that. It's not going to work. So you passing through this academy, purpose, marry your purpose made academy gives you a soft edge, a winning edge, a cheat sheet to knowing what to do, 
to discover you so you can discover your soulmate. So you can seize the moment. So you can sustain the blessing God is giving you and much more, much more. You don't want to miss this. It's a special anointing on the vision God is giving to us to prepare young men and women for purpose marriage. The Lord said, I am much making purpose made for my glory and for the end time harvest of souls. So what he spoke to my heart when I was questioning, Lord, how? He said, this is what I want to do. And I want you to take up this task. I said, who's going to believe me? I have not seen anyone talking about this. Nobody, nobody. I've not seen it anywhere. Purpose mate. Economy, purpose mate. You know, he says, that is why I am sending you. Because nobody else is doing it. Okay, how do I start? And then he began to download. That's what you have in this course. It's designed to shift you. From being a, a girl, a lady, to a wifey material. To a wifey material. And so if you want to join our wifey, you know, wifey club, yeah, we have a wifey club. You are free to join us today. You can check my website, www.divineempowermentwomercy.com. You will see the wifey club there. You'll be able to join and you'll be able to uh, uh, be a member of my inner circle. My inner circle members are the ones that I will share real secrets, deep secrets with. I will share deep secrets with you all because this is where the game changer is. It's a game changer. Secret ingredients to finding your purpose made, to uh, you know, knowing, to discovering your purpose made. So join our wifey club. Uh huh. Join our wifey club. It is right there on our website. We have categories. If you want to be in my inner circle, you join that. If you want to be uh, the other uh, category, you just need whatever you think you need. Just click and become, you know, a member today. And I'll be sharing with you. I'll make your journey of waiting, of trying to discover a very pleasant one. That you don't have to beat about the bush. You don't have to be, uh, to, uh, you know, keep wasting your time and your resources on things and materials that will not help you. The tips I will share with you, especially with my inner circle members, you will go home, you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I promise you, it will be life changing, life changing. Okay, so subscribe today. 
come on board and you don't have to wait for 14 years. You don't have to wait for 15 years to be married. You don't have to wait. Because when you know, you know. When you know what you need to know, when you prepare yourself, your time of waiting is shortened. Because when you prepared, why will you be waiting? The Lord will now make available your man. So this is why it's so crucial to prepare. If you are not prepared, then you are the one wasting your time. It's not God. God is waiting on you to prepare. Because he doesn't want you to go to a place where you don't know your job. You don't know your assignment. Hello? Marriage is an assignment. It is not, uh, no, it's not what the world calls it. It's an assignment. Until you realize it's an assignment, then you will not treat it so. And God doesn't want to give, you know, you know what is for uh, uh, the matured or the, the ready to someone that's not ready. No, God, no, God doesn't work like that. You can give a car key to a two-year-old child and say, oh, it's okay, they should be fine. <laughs> no. You take the car out. No, the, you wouldn't know where to put the kids, right? The key. You wouldn't have to start the car. Okay, so prepare. Managing anger is what we've talked about tonight. Whether you're single or married, anger management skill is key to sustaining a glorious marriage, is key to sustaining a heaven on earth home, is key to sustaining a love. So love and down marriage. It is key to maintaining peace in your home. So you start now because he that findeth a wife, not he that findeth a girl, not he that findeth a lady, not he that findeth somebody, <laughs> he that findeth a wife. You got to become a wife before you become a wife. I didn't write it though. Check the scripture. He that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor from the Lord. So prepare yourself. Let nobody cheat you. Let nobody tell you otherwise. Like you God is... I was told someone got married to a very good man and all the guy wanted was a wife that is submissive. But she was brought up by a single mother who was rich and so she didn't have to do anything. As a matter of fact, she had somebody taking care of everything. So she came with that mindset thinking, oh, because she's somebody's rich child, the same, the same treatment should continue. She, she forgot, or she didn't realize the fact that this is her home, and she must build her own home. Well, it didn't work out. Another one 
was in a relationship. They were just dating. They were dating. And the guy always buys stuff in, in, in big, you know, like when you go to Costco or Sam's Club, you know, you have this, um, you have a way of buying things in bunk. Uh, yeah, like in bunk, you know, you you, you buy many, many stuff in a, in, you buy a lot because uh, you are able to buy more for less, which is the way it goes when you have a big family. When you have a family of four or five, it's always good to go to Costco or Sam's Club because you are able to buy in large quantities because you save money by doing that. And so this guy will always do that. And he said he didn't know that the last milk and what has over 10 or something was left. He thought he had another box in the closet or whatever, a pantry. And he said he didn't realize it was the last one. So the girl was, you know, he came to she came to town for whether seminar or something. And so she came by the house of the guy. And so she wanted to make some, it was early in the morning while the guy was preparing for work. And so she made uh, overtime with the last milk in the uh, in the fridge. And he was telling the guy, where is the milk? Where's the milk? And the guy said, oh, it's there, it's there. And then he came out, you noticed, oh, this is the last one. Oh, my God. He said he didn't know. He thought he had another box somewhere in the pantry. And so the girl said, well, since this is the last one, she's just going to manage it. And then the guy should should manage cook, manage soda, like soda, cook. Do you understand what I'm saying? He told the guy, you can manage this cook. Like this is soda. Here in America, we call it soda. Back home, they call it mineral or coke, something like that. He said, manage this mineral or coke. And she did the overting, made the overting by her, for herself. And she was even angry that the guy did not have enough, like she would have had more. And, and the guy noticed that what was left in that tin of milk was enough for two. It was even enough for two if she wanted to share. So she was complaining. She did the overting and ate bread, whatever, butter, egg, and stuff. And told the guy to manage cook. And she was forcing. And the guy said, why are you forcing? You didn't tell me you were coming. You came for a seminar and you wanted to stop by. Maybe if you had told me you were coming, I would have checked last night to make sure I had more. If I didn't have, probably I would have gone last night to get some. Because if, if I knew you were coming, I would have made sure you had it. I, have, I had more than what you, you met. No, it wasn't enough. She was forcing. She was angry. She... She was out of place, like, you don't do this. She said she doesn't have time for this and that. Like she, that is how she missed a good man. She missed that good man because she was, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't have it right there. Over team, over team. And you didn't even inform him you were coming. It's not enough to say, oh, even if it's going to be a half cup, like half a cup, 
so that the two of you can have a taste of the Overton. You, you, she could have made it. Have a cup for each of them. Have a cup here, have a cup there. Use what is there. That is what mothers do. That is what women of purpose do. Whatever is available can be put together. A mother can make dinner with something that you think is not even enough. Can make dinner and dinner with everybody will be able to eat and still have leftovers. She was angry. And that was how that relationship ended. And the guy at first was, was really miserable, like, you know, how did uh, he messed up? It was posted. And everybody was, was saying to him, you don't have to be, it was posted without a name. The name of the guy was not there, the real name. But he, was, he posted it, he wanted people to share their opinion. And people were saying, God just saved you from trouble, <laughs> from what you, you call potential uh, problem. It would have been a bad, bad decision if this did not happen. So you've got to prepare. Because the young girls that we have, you know, now this generation, there are things that they must know. There are things they don't know that they are taking for granted that they need to know because this will set the pace for them not going after their enemy, for marriage, for sticking with God to settle them. Everybody wants Chanel, they, you know, they want uh, Louis Vuitton, they want Louboutin, they want this flashy stuff, flashy cars. This is why when I was watching uh, these ladies, they were asking them, will you uh, have a sugar daddy? You know, she, will you date a sugar daddy and be, um, be given, I think, 15000 every month? No, no, no. Was it 15000 or 50000 I can't remember. But I can't remember. Let me know. Like, it says date a sugar daddy and get this amount of money, $25,000, something like that, every month. Or date a young guy with a future, with a purpose that's earning only um, how much thousand every month, you know? And this the mathematics, I can't remember the exact amount, but it was, you know, because the um, the old man, which is the sugar daddy, will give you whatever. You know, we'll give you that amount and you don't have to do anything. You don't have to, he's not gonna marry you in, in the first place. But if you go with, the young, with this young guy, who will end up marrying you? This is how less you, you want to start to build with him. Which one will you choose? There were nine women, eight out of them, eight of them said, Sugar daddy. They want to date sugar daddy until they are ready for marriage. Then they would let go of sugar daddy and marry. One of them said, no, I'm going to build with that man, with that young man, with that amount. And then we're going to go from that amount. We're going to explode. We're going to do better. She says she believes in purpose. She's not going to 
waste her time and her body with a sugar daddy. One out of nine. That's an alarm. That is how desperate young people that have no Jesus in their lives are operating. One of them says she was 22 or so and she wants to date a sugar daddy until she's 30. Then she will stop and she will marry. She doesn't care what will happen to her body. She, she doesn't care whether she will mess up the, you know, her system. She, you know, it's so alarming how people have drifted from purpose. And this is why we're here. This is why we are here to bring you back to order. Hello. So come on board today. Do yourself a favor. God has a good plan. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11. I have a good plan. I have a plan for your life. A good one. To bless you. And to give you unexpected end. Don't cheat yourself. Do yourself a favor. Some of you are so selfish. So selfish to yourself. You know it's a struggle. You are still battling and dragging stuff that you should share. If you are selfish, what, what, you don't even have to think of a relationship. You're not, you're not meant to be in any relationship because it's, it's not going to work. You have to be selfless at all times because it's not about you anymore. It's not about you anymore. Glory to God. So I encourage you today. Come on board. Come on board. Click the link. And let's empower you today by the grace of God. And prepare you for your royal destiny. Your marital settlement. And God will so bless you. And so we, he will so honor you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> God bless you. And uh, if you are watching Dr. Jesus, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. Just as I am. I am sorry for all my sins. In my heart, I believe. In my, my mouth, pardon me, with my mouth, I confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Let's say it one more time. Let's say it one more time. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I am very sorry for all of my sins. With my heart, I believe. My mouth, I confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome. God bless you. Welcome to God's family. One more thing that you have to do is to connect with your local church that God will lead you to. Because this will empower you, you know, to uh, to empower you to begin to grow in the Lord. Like we are all growing and it's a necessity because you don't have it, you know, you don't have a child and expect a child to remain at your baby. No. You expect the child to grow. And so is our salvation. We, want to, we have to continue to grow in the Lord and mature. Amen? Amen. So pray. If God is leading you to Revelation Church, see me valley with Papa Lo, Papa Lovey, 
come on board. It will be a life-changing experience, I promise you. God is in the building. Amen. So God bless you. This is your humble host, Dr. Mercy on Money. Amen. Have a good night. Jesus loves you more, and we do love you here. Good night. Hallelujah. 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 All right. God bless you. Guys, make sure you have subscribed. You have subscribed. Yeah. Make sure you subscribed. And I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Blessing.